welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On Reviews podcast, where if you want it, we review it. I'm your host, DC, and today I'm joined by Moss. How's it going, everyone? And the goal of this podcast is basically bring you a bunch of reviews from movie stuff to TV stuff, and then also some comic book stuff. So this is the 31st episode of the podcast. So thumbs up, thumbs down. We're going to go over a few things. We got a pretty decent list today. Um, so first up is the... Don um, Verdine trailer that's out there right now. It's with um, it's with D- Danny McBride and um, Sam um, Rockwell. So, uh, Moss, what is your thoughts on this trailer itself? Oh man, I was wondering what exactly I was looking at the entire time I saw this trailer. So, guys, the the trailer is about this person who is. A, for all intents and purposes, a televangelist, and that's the name of his business. And he's out to find something, uh, an important artifact to the Christian religion to bolster more ratings and people coming to his church. And it becomes a race between his character and his rival. And I guess for a lack of more accurate words, hijinks ensue. It's from the directors of Napoleon Dynamite. So there's a lot of awkward, ambiguous humor in it. It seems very, very uncomfortable. Some parts I saw are, are interesting, kind of funny, but personally, I give this a thumbs down. I was very, very, I was very, very confused and disappointed that they went there with this. Yeah, um, this... This trailer itself wasn't the best in the world. I'd probably go with thumbs and down also just because uh, I was watching the whole thing and I'm watching I'm like, why is this movie getting made? Like, this movie sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, like, and you know me, I'm, I'm not necessarily against, uh, openly against religion, but I'm open for everything should be open to criticism when criticism is due. But this movie is just, what happened? Why? <laughs> Why? But we'll see. Yeah, this is one of those things where you you see it and you, you're thinking like, "Wow, this is really, really happening." And it's, yeah, it's you, one of those movies that you calculate how much it costs, and you really wonder why anyone in their right mind would spend this much money to make this. And you think about all the things you could have bought or could have been done with it. The schools in South America that could have been built with this money. A number of things, but nothing that includes this film. So, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's not What's the, happening? Not the Get best. it together, Danny McBride. Yeah, it's not the best thing in the world. Unfortunately, it's one of those things <laughs> where you, you root for Sam Rockwell to do awesome. You root for Danny McBride to do great. But this yeah. this trailer just looks crazy and I don't know. Well, it's not the trailer. It's definitely the film itself. Yeah, it's it's not the best concept in the world. But who knows? Oh, hopefully, hopefully it's better in theaters. I expected some kind of comedy, but the comedy did have this fell short quite often. I was like, oh, wow, this is really going to be a train wreck. And it might bomb. It might. Yeah, so, no, it has a high probability of bombing. All right, cool. So there's another trailer that's out now. It's the Brothers Grimsby. It's with Mar- uh, Mark Strong and um, Sasha B- um, Barakorin. Wow, this trailer itself. Um, I'll go first on this one. This one, I, 
I give thumbs three quarters down. Um, <laughs> the the first half, I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, this is really taking. It's like the first person shooter kind of kind of realm. It looked kind of cool. It, it reminded me of Gamer a little bit with um, um Gerald um, uh, what's his name again? Gerald um, Butler. Butler. Yeah. It might yeah. be of that little bit. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't mind the graphics on that. So them bring it to this kind of world. It looked kind of cool, but at the same time, I don't know. It's probably because was in it. And that, that that whole ending part, I was like, oh, hmm. Yeah, it goes from action and interesting to incredibly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is which is Sasha Baron Cohen's middle name. Yeah, no, I, I'm not sure exactly how how much of him is going to be in the movie. Hopefully he's not. Well, it's called the Brothers Grimsby. Yeah, hopefully, so. it's, hopefully it's not the point where it goes from awesome action to just straight up spoof-like comedy. I'm like, oh no, please don't. Awkward humor. Yeah. Very, very awkward and inappropriate. Like, yeah. uh, there's inappropriate and then there's Sasha Baron Cohen humor. Then yes. Sasha Baron Cohen is not afraid at all do something very terrible for a joke. Yeah, so hopefully it's not too horrible. But um, yeah, what is your main thoughts about this trailer? I have the same exact feeling you do. Three and a half, three quarters, thumbs down. It, it's not a thumbs down because I do remember that he made Borat. Everything after Borat, though, has been incredibly questionable, except for Talladega Nights. But... I'm not going to pretend that Bruno didn't scar me for life. So this guy is really skating on something nice. I I want this movie to do well. I, I would have rather they'd sewn something much more slapsticky in terms of you got one brother who's super badass and does all these really cool things, and then you got him doing that. And he's supposed to be more dangerous. I don't know what direction they're trying to go with this, but they need to choose their words better. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, three quarters down. This was this was very very uncomfortable to watch. Not just hard; it was very uncomfortable to watch at the end. Yeah, it was. It wasn't the best thing ever. It was. It was one of the things. Where... <laughs> yeah, not to ruin it, guys. We won't do that. But yeah, watch the whole trailer and. It might leave you very confused and disappointed that you sat through it. Yeah, I just wish they, I wish they had less of him, or they dialed him down just a little bit to the point where it's like, all right, he's not too much in your face. It's like, all right, you have some of Sasha and it, it sprinkled along the whole thing. I was like, all right, it kind of, it could be semi funny, you know, but this is like a, oh man, it's gonna be Borat's gonna be a spy, yeah. Yeah. Not gonna be good. Sorry, <laughs> no. right. I have no trailer here. It's um Alvin the Chipmunks, the road chip. So I'm gonna let you go first on this, Moss. What is your thoughts when you saw this trailer? My thoughts on this is exactly this is exactly what I was expecting this movie to turn into an awkward franchise. And I give this a thumbs down. Not necessarily hating on the chipmunks, because I grew up on the chipmunks just like I know you did the however I feel like they're making this, this franchise is something that they're making every few years just because they're running out of money and haven't made anything. I'm convinced Jason Lee sold his soul for three little chipmunks 
And there's nothing entirely wrong about that. But what else has he done a worth of any merit lately? Can you tell me anything, D? Um, the only thing I can think of right now is my name's Earl. That's the one that comes off the top of my head. With this property, I, I, I believe he's trying to make a, a, a name for himself, kind of. That's kind of bad. Uh, His name is out there, but more or less trying to make it where he's out there more. And he's not is, though, like not the, not from what I've seen. I mean, he was out there before Alvin and the Chipmunks. I was hoping that Alvin and the Chipmunks would be not necessarily a segue from his career, just something he does on the a side. But I haven't seen anything that he's done lately that's terribly impressive or his name notarized. So I feel like. He ran out of money, and it was like, all right, guys, let's throw together another Chipmunks movie. I got an idea. Let's go on a road trip, because that's a great idea. <laughs> I, I I personally would get this one a, a uh, three-quarters way up, to be honest. Um, I, I didn't mind this trailer at all. It looked like it would be a, a semi. I don't mind the trailer. Yeah. I like that they, ref- that they do their own refreshing renditions of current pop songs. And I grew up on the chipmunks, so I can appreciate their hijinks. I just feel like Jason Lee sold his soul for three little rats. And I'm not okay with that. Well, hey, it's it's one of those things where he's he's really trying to be out there and be relevant. And it, it, it makes sense. Um, if he has no other movies going on, then might as well be in a chipmunk movie. And that will at least have him out there and his name will keep on going for now, until he finds out another project, you know. Hopefully, he won't get tie cast in this kind of role. That'd be kind of <laughs> that kind of suck a little bit, oh, but Lord, it, it's going well for him. It's the fourth movie in the series, so it, well, of course, it's going well for him. Like I said, it, it's just the frequency. I feel like I feel like the franchise is taking an ugly turn. Like it's like it's forced and it's intentional, and there's not going to be clearly there's not going to be any substance to this story. Of course so, not. I I feel this trailer was probably the best trailer since like the first one. Yes, I agree. Like I say, it, it'll, it'll probably be better than two and three. I'm not sure it'll be better than part one, but hey, oh, it's something I'll be out to see and find out. But hey, that's, that's at least a going up in the in the world. You know, it could be worse. Definitely could be worse. Absolutely. So, um. There is one more trailer that we have to talk about today. It's um, Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> this is with um, Zac Efron and Robert De Niro. And of course, those two are a wacky bunch together. And um, Robert De Niro is basically the grand- grandfather, of course. Um, that would be kind of funny if this, the roles are switched around. But um, yeah, you thought he's the grandpa. And he's a very... Very dirty grandpa. <laughs> so, Moss, um, I'll let you go again first. So, what are your thoughts when you saw this trailer? And how funny do you think it's going to be when it hits the t- theaters? You know, I think it's going to be funny, not just because it's Efron and De Niro, who I, I appreciate very much. And I've seen them do comedy, and I see that they can do it and do it well. But also the way that they engage characters. Like, the scene where De Niro shoots... Um, uh, well, he shoots the suntan lotion on the girl and the the exchange that they have over it and just the theme of it is just 
Oh man, this is just gonna be raunchy. Like it's very. Uh, I thought it was a little much to put in a in a trailer. Like how often they were referring to sex and sexual subjects. I thought it was a little too much. I, I would prefer more a few hits and then subtle jokes about it, as opposed to so much in your face, blatant. Let's impregnate these girls. Type. Literally, that's what they were saying. Uh, over and over again. So I think it was a little over overly sexual, but other than that, their range as actors is great, and their range as comedians is fantastic. So I think that it's going to be hilarious, and I'm I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, it looks it looks very very funny. It reminded me a little bit of a semi older replacement for. Seth Rogen and same neighbors kind of, so it just reminded me of that. I was like, yeah, I can see that happening. And it's it looks kind of funny. And the person that, that they mentioned about the whole suntan lotion that's Aubrey Plaza. So for her, I was like, all right, yeah, I, I can see you're doing that kind of slapstick kind of comic comedy thing, and it's kind of cool. I don't mind. I I'll give this one a thumbs up. The awkward oncoming sex scene between her and De Niro was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> this is you. You see her multiple times in the trailer, and she hits the mark every single time. So it's like, all right. yeah, she does. She's fantastic. I can't wait to see this just because of her and the exchanges that I was referring to regarding what they were saying about impregnating, uh, impregnating these girls was in reference to her. The mm-hmm. lotion, her, the scene that's supposed to happen between her and the near. Oh my yeah. lord! So it is just <laughs> hilarious. And, it, oh man! It really is yeah. her. It's she's even worse than him. So it's it's kind of funny yeah. to see this. It, it really would be funny to like see yeah. them both play off each other well. And it just looks hilarious. Um, I, I can't wait to see it. I really can't wait. This is probably out all four of them. This is probably the one I probably would definitely go see. And like, all right, let's not go see any other yeah. ones out there. Yeah, this is definitely it. I. I just know, like, there's going to be some things I'm going to regret seeing in this film that I saw, but I know it's going to be absolutely hilarious, so. Yeah, it's just, after the success of Neighbors, now I'm like, all right, I can see Zac Efron doing a lot of comedy, and then pairing him up with De Niro, I'm like, all right, it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> it's like Not to totally segue, but how do you feel about Selena Gomez starring in Neighbors 2? I don't I don't mind it at all. Just because I haven't seen too much from her. So Well she did do the T V show and she did do comedy. I've never watched her on TV. I've never watched her. Oh yeah, no, she's so, funny. She's uh, funny. Yeah, so for me I'm like, all right, as long as she plays a role. Yeah, she can do comedy. She as long as she comedy. plays a role. You'll, you'll appreciate it. Hopefully the trailers live up to it. Hopefully they don't they don't well they they most likely will, just like they did that fine. They're gonna focus so much on the sex appeal that some of the humor gets lost because you're not paying as much attention. But, uh, yeah, you, I'm positive you'll be surprised as to how funny how funny she can be and how attractive she can be at the same time. And not that it's impossible, guys. Of course not. But it mm-hmm. does sometimes take away when you're completely distracted by the attraction of a character. So it's going to be great. I, uh, I really look forward to that. Sorry for the segue. It's all right. Um... Yeah, hopefully it is great. It should be, you know. It's it's one of those comedies, so hopefully it is. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, this next section is other. So we have four more topics to talk about in this section. The first one up is the 
Empire is basically having a, a magazine cover shoot off kind of thing. And they had Deadshot, which was Will Smith. They had Joker, which was um, Jared um, Leto. Yep, Jared Leto. And then Harley Quinn, which was Margot Robbie. And then Enchantress. I can't remember who's playing that person. I thought in my head. Um, I would look and find her name soon. But for me, I would give these covers a, a thumbs up. I actually do like them. Like especially the Joker one. That one looks amazing. Especially the second one. There's one that came up first where he's just standing up. And there's one where it's just closer to him. And it's like, looks good. Yeah. And then all the other ones looks pretty nice. I can't wait to see the rest of them. Especially when you see the... I believe it's either Killer Croc or is it Shark King? I think it's Killer Croc that's in this team. It's Killer Croc. Yeah. So I can't wait to see that one and see how the magazine will look towards it and hopefully it's gritty and looks awesome but for me did you did you also see the spread the pictures inside yeah i saw a few of them um they look good they really do look good uh i can't wait till this movie comes out really can't so moss what is your thoughts on these things that came out from Empire? i think the 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 stills that they showed within the magazine and the covers were great uh i really liked the 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 still image that they put up of Harley before, while she was still Dr. Harleen Quinzel uh, interviewing and talking with Joker who's uh, in a straitjacket. Uh, I, I felt I felt this very telling. I felt like, all right, this is going to be awesome because we're going to get to see her transition from doctor uh, to patient, quite literally. And her story, which I think is going to be very important, I feel like she's going to be the... I think she's going to steal the show in terms of be the main character that everyone just absolutely loves. I mean, of course, Harley Quinn is going to be a character that people are going to gravitate to, but I feel like the introduction of her story is going to give this film so much weight. Not to take away from the others, because clearly we're going to see them all, but she's such an intimate part of the DC universe and she's so already well received, and the casting is already so well received before we've even seen so much from her. So she's already stolen everyone's heart. I think it's gonna be great. I just the one frustrating thing for me is that it's so far from the release date. I I hate that DC's done this. That it's so far from the release date, and they're just dropping these very 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 little hints. And I just want to see it already. <laughs> well, it's not it's not too too far from the release date itself it's not been, now but i mean how long have we been seeing teasers and trailers and clips and images yeah it's about the typical um i can say this star wars itself had a year out before they made like their little teaser trailer. you're talking about a tv you're talking about a movie franchise yeah. that has been out since the 70s yeah they're allowed to do that <laughs> This is what, their seventh installment? They're allowed to do that, especially after the hard hit that the last three were. Yeah. The Suicide Squad is, is for all intents and purposes, a 50-50 chance of succeeding and failing. And the other reason that they have made you succeed and fail is based on the reception and the comparisons that are received towards Avengers. Well, I say and anything Marvel-related. I probably want to say it towards Avengers. I'll probably say um, they're going to bring it towards mostly to the, the animated series 
and try to compare it against that as much as possible. Yeah, well, hopefully they won't... Well, personally, I would compare Suicide Squad to Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the most logical comparison in terms of cinematic. And I don't know how that'll fare up because what there was there isn't much to say wrong that guardians hit however the stories are much darker in terms of suicide squad and it's much more uh it's 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 a totally different feel so there is that element so that's why i don't think it would be a totally fair comparison but the closest thing i could consider would be guardians of the galaxy which they knocked out the park it's a very loose comparison. <laughs> Just because yeah. those characters were good guys from the start, and then these characters are oh, yeah. bad well, guys. I, I'm comparing them in terms of multiple people whose story gets told on the big screen and had to engage and interact. And you can't compare it to the Avengers, of course, because of, as you know, the movie that's coming out later on, Justice League. However, for this, the only thing we have really, I mean, compared to what, Fantastic Four? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it'll be kind of hard to compare it to anything else. Um, I probably wouldn't compare it to anything else just because it's Suicide Squad. Um, only thing I'll probably compare it to is the animated series. If I compare it to like Guardians of the Galaxy, it'll, it'll be too weird to try to do it. It's like comparing yeah. a, a football team with a well, baseball like team. Well, like I said, the only things you can really compare is how well they introduce the yeah. the cast stories and how well their chemistry tells the story overall and their team story which is about all you can really compare it to. Because after that, <laughs> the Suicide Squad just gets very, very dark. Whereas, of course, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, there's so much uh, of a lighter feel to the stories. Yeah, so, so. yeah, the scan which comes out, really is going to be kind of cool. I, I can't either. I'm actually, like I said, I'm really frustrated that it's not out yet. <laughs> I want to yeah. see it already. No, I want to. I want to see DC do well. We would only benefit from DC doing well because then Marvel would step that game up even more. So we would only benefit from DC stepping up. Yeah, got got to let it marinate. Um, I'm glad it's not coming out yet. It's going to be out in August, so you got a good oh, seven. Almost months an entire year. We're halfway there. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> Good half. No, we're not. No, we're not. It's not halfway. It's it's not even November yet, guys. It's November happens in halfway. two days, my good sir. <laughs> okay, and then you have November, January, November, December, January, mm-hmm. February, March. Seven months. No, dude, you have ten months. You have seven. No, it's not. How do you count? Seven. You said August, right? Trails and stuff and whatnot. You, you said August, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> from January to August is eight months, plus November and December. That's ten months. I don't know. Your common core math is baffling. We don't count those months. We don't count oh, those months. Yeah, like I said, your common core math. We don't count those months. It'll, it'll, it's coming up very, very soon. <laughs> What's the next trailer? Which is silly, silly math kind the, of story. The next trailer will probably be in, like, three months. It'll be next trailer. Oh. Anyway, next topic, sir. Next next trailer will be there soon. You'll you'll be all right. You have all the bunch of stuff to watch. Yeah, so that I'm gonna be over it. Yep, you I'm have. I'm gonna be so over it by the time Deadpool. this movie comes out. 
Deadpool, Captain America. You'll have the Batman v Superman. I'm not saying I won't have things to tide me over. But I'm going to be over this. Just because I want to see Deadpool, that doesn't mean I don't want to see Suicide Squad any less. You'll see them all soon. I will. I'll just be over it. I'm still going to see it. I'm just going to be so over it. Talking about villains, Kyle is going to be a villain in John Wick 2. Oh. Kind of cool. Oh. Well, I'll start this. Mm -hmm. I'm actually a little happy because... He Common's personally done his thing since I saw him in Smoking Aces. I was very jealous that he got to card off Alicia Keys. And since then, I thought that his transition into acting and everything he's been in since then has only improved. And he has a great look to him. I just hope he pulls through with the, the super bad guy. And the, he's done bad guys before. And hopefully this time as a leading bad guy, he totally does his thing. I think he'll do great. Thumbs up. All the way up. Yeah. go for you, Mr. Common. You did bright. <laughs> Mr. Common. Yeah. I think Common's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> you did awesome in Run All Night where you was the yes. main baddie in that one. I can't say you're a side baddie because you was the one that they called up and it was like, yo, handle Liam Neeson. And he did his thing. He, he took a run for her money. So... I can't wait to see you go against John Wick. Hopefully, it's the point where he's on the same level as John Wick, or even. I don't know. I mean, I mean, for all intents and purposes, as you know, I'm excited about Common being the main bad guy. But I've seen John Wick like eight, nine, ten times, Mm -hmm. and I can see it again in a heartbeat, no problem. I don't know. I mean, I want to see how they do it. That's the most important. Of course, it, you're right. They do have the potential to make him out to be another assassin, hitman. And, I mean, considering John Wick just, you know, completely created a vacuum when he took out the Russian mob, someone has to step in and fill that void. So, I think that's going to be great. Yeah, they, they definitely need someone to be able to stand toe-to-toe with him. I'm honestly trying to have it to where he just put on um, cannon fodder to where it's like, all right, let's bring out another gang he could demolish through the whole movie. So I, I want him to actually struggle with the one person. That'd be kind of cool. Really cool. But didn't you get that in Run All Night? In Run All Night, yes. We did get the whole... So why would you want that again? Not for John Wick. No, for John Wick, part of the mystique and beauty of John Wick was him taking down all these dudes and everyone regretting having to get into this altercation with them. But you got up it from there. You don't make John Wick too where he's like, he fights another no, mob. No, of course not. Him. I'm not. But upping it from there, I don't necessarily think it'll be just one guy. Now, let's see where they go with it. I think a little bit of both where he's taking out a team of people while trying to take down this other assassin who's trying to take him out would be great. Eh. Well, hey, we'll see exactly what plays out of this if they can have more than one bad person. <laughs> yeah, they could have more than one bad guy. Or they could have him and, like I said, him and the bad guy go at it and someone tries to step in the middle and they both take out whoever steps in the middle. I think that would be cool. Yeah, let's see if they do it. Who knows? Who Hopefully. knows? Let's, let's see if we can put a screenplay together. <laughs> <laughs> I would not even idea. try to do that, but... You know, I always trust whoever does the screenplay would do an awesome job. I know screenplay work is definitely, 
not for the faint at heart. I I'm a movie fan, but that itself, I look at it like, mm, can't do it. It's too much work for me. <laughs> but all right, cool. So talking about screenwriting, Tommy Wheeler, oh, say his name all right, wrong. Wheeler. Wheeler. Yep. Um, is supposed to write out a live action movie, and this live action movie is Dora the Explorer. So yeah. <laughs> you heard right. There's gonna be a Dora Explorer live action movie coming out. Yeah, this one. I- I'll go first on this one. Yeah, thumbs all the way down. <laughs> I really don't want to see this live action movie come come to play. <laughs> well, oh, of man. course not. And if you did, uh, Jared Subway guy, I'd be worried. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where I'll be okay to have a a cartoon based one for Dora the Explorer and it's having a movie, like a wide release movie like they did with Spongebob, I'm okay with that. That's fine. Make it happen. It'll get a lot of money. Live action, though, it makes me think that you have to be either one, a preschool even try to even concept the whole Dora the Explorer live and see exactly what come out. And it'll feel too much like Spy Kids 2 and 3. Well... Okay, are you done with your... I'm sorry, are you done with your assessment? Can I chime in? in? Yeah, of course. Well, let's consider a few things, D. Of course, you and I are not involved in the target audience. Uh, Apparently, the reports say that what they're trying to do, much to your dismay, and mine as well, I'm not going to pretend, is that they're not trying to make a movie. They're trying to start a franchise, a series of Dora the Explorer films, Chronicling the adventures of a girl, her backpack, and her trusted monkey in boots. So, we're in for it. This is going to be on some... I don't even know what. This is on some, like, Home Alone, Lost in New York stuff, where it's just a kid and hijinks and adventures. But you're right. I think the, the main problem is that the character herself... Initially, it's about a girl who interacts with children through the TV and tries to get them involved and have them learn how it's going to translate on the big screen. I mean, that's going to be interesting, but I don't think it's impossible. I think that he'll have, they'll make a few key points where kids can feel like they can chime in and um, be interacted with and have like you know some type of you know takeaway that makes them feel happy and makes them feel nostalgic like it is Dora so I think it's going to be good for kids I mean I'm always down for kids having a positive role model out there and why not Dora the Explorer but uh, it's not for us yeah. I, I don't give it a thumbs down though. I'll give it a thumbs middle like I said it's not our target audience but I, I like what they're trying to do yeah, I, I'm okay with Dora. She's a cool person. Um, she does a lot for <laughs> the youth of the world. Just the whole live action scenario. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but I mean, they've done so many movies already. You can't do another animated movie right now. It won't. It, it's just not holding the same weight. It, it, they need to. You, in order for like little girls around the world to feel like they can do it, they need to see a little girl do it. It's gonna be like Annie. You know. But with the monkey the world. and a talking map. With a monkey, a talking map, and a backpack. 
and a talking backpack. Yeah, and a talking monkey. Yep. <laughs> the got- monkey will freak me out in the back more than the backpack will, man. The monkey's wearing boots. He's butt naked wearing boots. Yeah, this it's one of those things where <laughs> he's just just boots, dude. Not even like a hat, not even like a whole outfit, and like you know, he's just wearing boots. Yeah, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be very very weird. It, it reminds yeah. me of, like thinking of the Smurfs movie, and it's like, oh no. Oh lord, what a debacle! Yes. Yeah, so anyway, it was like it's going that that route. Anyway. It's like, yeah, it's not gonna be good. <laughs> Hopefully it's better. Hopefully it's better. I still well, think they should do animated, but hey, if you want to do live action, I guess they could do live action. Hey, I'm just one person. But yes, um, the next next thing we have up here is the final casting for the Power Rangers group. So we have a Yellow Ranger. Her name is Becky Gomez. Um, she hasn't Becky done, G to her yeah. Instagram followers. Becky G, you know she's out there. She's popular, you know. Um, I have. <laughs> I haven't Watch seen, out, y'all. Haven't seen too much about this young lady. Another addition that is uh, relative, relatively green in terms of their, um, in terms of their uh, career. Yep. And again, we think it's great. So from what I read, a few disappointing things. I don't know if you found the same information, but it's going to fall in line with the next installment of the Power Rangers ending the Dino. Force, and uh, this is going to be the 24th set of Power Rangers that are going to be set to air. And the, the next TV series that's airing is going to be uh, Japanese, in J- Japanese uh, is a Japanese style Power Rangers. But this movie is only getting a 35 million dollar budget, so they're saying that it's going to be closer to what you see on TV than a total grand spectacle movie that you would want. Yep, that's good. That's very good. It's very, very good. If you think about it, um, the the one trail I did like about this was the one that was made by Jason Vanderbeek. That one was amazing. Yeah, but that, that one was very gritty, very violent, and nowhere near the direction they're trying to take it. Yeah, so if, if they could make it on that kind of budget, because it looked good too, so it didn't look bad. Oh no, it looked amazing. Yeah. It was, the story was very grim, yeah. but it looked amazing. So, <laughs> so, if they follow suit with that, then they could definitely do well with that thirty-five mil. Plus, you with know, the look, yes. With yeah. the story, absolutely. Will they touch on that story? No chance in hell, apparently. Yeah. So the the biggest hurdle that these kids are going to face is selling it, really. Because, I mean, the, the market's there. They just have to sell it. They just have to sell the, the acting and the fighting. Yeah, ho- hopefully it's all right. Let's see. Oh, yeah, and it's a name change. I believe it's the name of the movie's changed from just regular Power Rangers to Saban's Power Rangers, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, definitely had to put his name on that. Uh, I can't knock his hustle. It feels like he's the, the P. Diddy of Power Rangers. <laughs> Really? Oh, you really went there. <laughs> you really is. You really went there. He's like, take that, uh, take that, take that. I'm taking that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, he's going to be dancing in the background the whole movie. He really is. I, I will laugh if he makes a cameo in this movie as some random character and does a little shimmy. <laughs> I'm going to laugh. Just, just I'm in really, the background, I'm in the background, over. in the convertible for no reason. 
He, he, he might, man. you know, Saban. He's been doing a lot of things with this franchise, and hey, you know, he's making it work. But yeah, on um, this one, I give I give it a thumbs three quarters up. I, I don't mind it at all. Yeah. No, I'll give it a thumbs up. I mean, it's what we expected in terms of the casting and the budget. Again, their biggest hurdle is going to be selling it, looking the part, and acting the part, and you know following through with the action scenes, that's the only thing that will really hurt the film is if these guys don't produce in terms of the action scenes. Yeah. Because, I mean, as a kid, it was fantastic. Looking back, man, is it painful to watch. Mm -hmm. I was so impressionable. It's like, wow. But as, as we both know, it's improved over the years in terms of action and everything about it. So... It can only really do well. It can only do as well as the effort they put forth in it. Like, this can be really good. Yeah, hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. All right, cool. So um, this next segment is coming to theaters. So there's three movies coming to theaters this week. There's Burnt with Bradley Cooper. Our Brand is Crisis with Anthony Mackie and Billy Bob and Sandra Bullock. And then Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, which has... Nobody I know of right now. Um, so, Moss, which one of these three... I, you can put them in order if you want to. Which you want to see this weekend? I'm going to rearrange them exactly opposite as to how you have them. So I'm going to go Scott's Guide to the Galaxy, Our Brand is Crisis, and uh, Burnt Last. All right. That's pretty cool. I Hmm. How would I have it? I probably would put the Scout's Guide on first and then make Burnt and then Our Brand is Crisis last. Yeah, just because I, I would love to see Scout's Guide. It looks funny. It looks really funny. And this weekend's Halloween, so it's perfect for the whole weekend. And yeah. Burnt? Burnt? I wouldn't mind it too much. Our Brand is Crisis, it looks too cheesy. What is he doing that he looks like he's being chased by feds? And he's just a chef. What is Bradley Cooper doing looking like he's leaving such a dangerous life when he's just a chef? Come on now. You no know, thanks. You know how it no is. No thanks. <laughs> nah, man. The, the struggle is real for some powdered sugar, yo. The things yeah. you gotta do. He probably cooked some poison or something like that. You know, the many things you Whatever. Do with the cooking Whatever. knife. <laughs> Whatever. He had a spatula. <laughs> he probably cut somebody. I, I don't know. Who, who knows? Gangsta, Clearly you don't. Clearly you don't. Right but you're gonna take it anyway. <laughs> gangsta life right there. You know, being a chef is hard. <laughs> it, it might be hard. I, I don't even know. But hey, hard out here for a sous chef. Yeah, telling you. <laughs> might get burnt. Ceviche. <laughs> Ceviche in the streets. Might get burnt. You never know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note, this has been a long, very long episode. So far, it's been roughly. 40 minutes so you're gonna have to enjoy this whole thing this is actually the end of the episode so um you can find us on social media on instagram facebook tumblr youtube and itunes at bring on the reviews you can email us at bring on the reviews at gmail.com for any questions you might have you can also find us on twitter at bring on reviews use the hashtag bring on reviews for any questions you might want to give for us also you can even visit the website bring on reviews.com for any movie reviews, any trailers, even this podcast as well. Um, I like to thank Moss for being here and cracking jokes with me. Um, where can they find you on social media? Thanks, as always, for having me, D. 
You can find me on Instagram at Dwight under Wow, way off. <laughs> yeah, go uh, ahead. You, go ahead. <laughs> my that's that's his information. Uh-huh. My bad, guys. So you can find me on Instagram at Defiant underscore Mas. That's D E F I A N T underscore M A S. And you can find me on Twitter at Goliath NYC. It's G O L I A T H. NYC. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dwight Ant C. That's D W I G H T A N T C. Again, that's D W I G H T A N T C. And you can email me at DC at com. And you can find me on, on his page also, you know, the whole Dwight <laughs> stuff right there. Why not? Yes. Why? Bring, not? bring it all on here. Bring it all on here. <laughs> I swear I'm sober. I swear I'm sober. <laughs> It's called the entire. I have a food coma that I'm fighting at the moment. Mm. I had a whole bunch of pizza. I just have a food coma I'm fighting. I swear, guys. Right, right, right. Well, hey, this is the end of the episode, and we'll catch you guys next time. Take care, everyone. Happy Halloween. <laughs>